Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, October 17th, and we've completed week 41 of 2022. Did you know that you can now earn Delta SkyMile rewards by drinking a Starbucks coffee? As a reminder, be sure to check out all the great deals on businesstravel360.com. We do all the tracking of deals so that you can benefit from bonus miles, points, and status match benefits that are announced. All you have to do is visit the deals page and sign up. You don't want to miss the ability to take advantage of the amazing benefits that are announced by the airlines and hotels. Now, let's get to the headlines. Earlier this week, Delta Airlines reported its third quarter financial results. During Q3, Delta had a net income of almost $700 million. The CEO of Delta praised the efforts of Delta's staff and added that Delta expects its fourth quarter revenue to increase with the current growth. Delta also expects to close out this year, 2022, with a positive cash flow. According to the CEO, by summer of 2023, the airline anticipates a full restoration of its network, setting itself up for $4 billion of free cash flow in 2024. Travel management company TripActions has raised another $300 million of funding, which is increasing its valuation to $9.2 billion. TripActions has received $154 million in investments from new and existing financial backers, as well as $150 million transaction-led global investment firm Kodu Ventures. The latest investment is TripActions' third round of fundraising since the start of 2021, and the deal means that the TMC's value has increased from $4 billion to more than $9 billion since the start of the pandemic. The extra funding comes just two weeks after media reports in the U.S. said that TripActions had filed confidential paperwork for an initial public offering next year at a valuation of $12 billion. Supply at airport locations has increased, but overall customer satisfaction this year with airport-based rental car companies in North America has remained nearly even with 2021 as fees rise, according to J.D. Power 2022 North America Rental Car Satisfaction Study. During the 12 months from August 2021 to August 2022, customer satisfaction with rental car companies fell to 829 points on a 1,000-point scale based on a survey of over 8,000 business and leisure travelers who rented a vehicle at an airport location. The average was one point lower than last year's results. The top three rankings were repeats from 2021, with Enterprise at first place, National at second, Alamo at third, Hertz at fourth, and Avis at fifth. Hackers attacked and temporarily shut down public-facing websites of at least several major U.S. airports on Monday, according to the Department of Homeland Security. The official from DHS's security service declined to comment on who might have been behind what appeared to be a coordinated series of distributor denial-of-service incidences, but did not affect the actual operations of the airports or the planes flying in and out of them. Russian-speaking hacktivists from a group calling itself KillNet claimed responsibility for the attacks, which took down websites at 14 airports, including Atlanta Airport and Los Angeles Airport. The Department of Homeland Security announced Wednesday that it will nearly double the number of H-2B visas normally available each fiscal year for 2023, detailing plans to issue close to 65,000 additional H-2B visas for the coming year. The H-2B visa program allows employers to temporarily hire non-citizens to perform non-agricultural labor or services in the U.S. Typically, the DHS makes 66,000 of these visas available each year. The influx of nearly 65,000 additional visas for fiscal year 2023 marks the largest ever supplemental visa release. 
The move, made in consultation with the Department of Labor, was lauded as a big win by the U.S. Travel Association. Airfares were up 42% in September, compared to the same month in 2021, the largest jump in year-over-year fares so far this year. This is according to the Consumer Price Index data released by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Prior to September, the largest year-over-year growth had been 37%, and that was back in May. The increase came as travel demand remained high. It was also impacted by the fact that far more business travels were in the skies this September than last September. September ended a stretch of three consecutive months in which airfare dropped on a seasonally adjusted basis following sharp increases during the spring. 2022 will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Chinese travel management company Tongcheng Corporate Travel has joined Global Star Travel Management as a partner, which the travel management organization says adds a significant extension to its Asian footprint. Tongcheng Corporate Travel was established in 2023, offers travel expense payment and reimbursement services. It is part of Tongcheng Travel, which has a particular focus on lower tier cities in China, according to the company. Global Star reports having a network covering more than 2,500 locations in more than 55 countries. Enterprise Holdings brands will now become available in South Africa for the first time through a new franchise partnership the rent-a-car company announced. Enterprise Alamo National and Enterprise brands will be available at airport and urban locations through its franchisee, the Wood Ford Group. Woodford will offer enterprise brands at airports in Cape Town, Johannesburg, and Durban. The enterprise brands will be rolled out by early 2023. Delta Airlines is bringing its Air Plus Rail program to the UK through a partnership with a rail operator, TransPennine Express. The agreement will allow Delta customers to add train travel via Manchester Airport to their final booking to connect with services operated by Delta's joint venture partner, Virgin Atlantic, from Manchester to Atlanta, New York, and Orlando. Destinations within TransPennine Express's network include the major Scottish cities of Edinburgh and Glasgow, as well as Lancaster, Newcastle, and Northern England. Air Plus Rail is available through the GDSs as well as through the airline's direct channels, but must be booked through Delta rather than Virgin Atlantic. Delta Airlines has entered into a commercial and operational partnership with Joby, a California-based developer of electric aircraft that take off and land vertically. Delta would like to use the aircraft for home-to-airport transportation. The partnership initially will be operational in New York and Los Angeles. As part of the agreement, Delta will invest $60 million in Joby, which hopes to begin flying its four-passenger aircraft commercially by 2024. The craft is designed to fly up to 200 miles per hour with a range of 150 miles. The One World Alliance will relocate its global headquarters to Dallas-Fort Worth, joining One World founding member American Airlines and strengthening the Dallas-Fort Worth region as a center of aviation excellence. Currently located in New York City, the One World Global Headquarters will move to Dallas-Fort Worth effective December 2022, joining American Airlines in its 300-acre state-of-the-art campus. One World has been based in New York City since 2011, following a move from Vancouver, where the Alliance's central management team was based after the launch of the Alliance in 1999. Co-locating with founding member American Airlines, the largest airline in the world, will further accelerate the Alliance's drive to deliver greater value for its member airlines and customers. Canadian airline WestJet's code will be placed on Korean air flights from Toronto Pearson International Airport and Vancouver International Airport in Canada to Seoul. The WestJet code is now active for sale on Korean flights to Seoul, and WestJet reward members will be able to earn, redeem WestJet dollars on these code share tickets. And now in news relating to the return to travel. Delta Airlines is upping what it will take to qualify for medallion status for its SkyMiles loyalty program. The airline announced this week that starting next year, it will take more to earn a higher status with Delta Airlines. 
the new thresholds starting on January 1st, 2023, and the earning year to qualify for 2024 medallion season. Status for 2023 remains unchanged. The new thresholds for Delta SkyMile medallions for 2024 includes no change for the silver medallion, but for the gold medallion status, you have to spend $2,000 more from $6,000 to $8,000 in 2023. Platinum Medallion members will also have to spend $3,000 more, up from $9,000 to $12,000, and Diamond members will have to spend $5,000 more, up from $15,000 a year to $20,000 a year. At the same time, Delta announced some enhanced benefits to those Medallion members, including the ability to give status to a friend. Tailwind Air on October 14th will launch the first ever seaplane service between Manhattan and Washington, D.C. Flights will operate out of the New York Skyport Marina in Manhattan and the Jet Aviation Private Air Terminal in Dallas International Airport. The route will be operated with Cessna Grand Caravan aircraft, which seats eight passengers plus two pilots. And now in some technology news. Sabre Corp on Thursday announced that it had signed a new multi-year distribution agreement with United Airlines, giving users access to United's content into the foreseeable future. We're happy to continue our relationship with Sabre and renew our distribution agreement to promote our growing portfolio of products and services through Sabre's travel marketplace, according to the Vice President of Revenue Management and Distribution at United Airlines. As part of the agreement, United Airlines and Sabre will continue to work towards delivering NDC-enabled capabilities to users. ATP Co. has committed to build the framework needed for 80% of all airline offers to be dynamically created by 2026. Dynamic offers are generated at the time of search instead of filed with an ATP Co. system. Our mission is to drive innovation and efficiencies in the industry, and we envision a future in which the industry can fundamentally move from filed fares to dynamic offers, according to ATP Co.'s president and CEO. With current airfare searches being centered on schedule and fares, ATP Co. sees a future in which service attributes are key elements too. As an example, the CEO cited a search for flight with a layback seat with Wi-Fi generating a dynamic offer. Today, that search will begin with schedule and price and then will be filtered to find the desired elements. New distribution capability content from Lufthansa Group and KLM Air France will be available on the Travelport Plus platform by the end of this year, and the company also has secured an expanded agreement with Hertz and new partnership with Booking.com, according to Travelport. Travelport's partnership with Booking.com will add new rate options at properties across Travelport Plus platform. An expanded distribution agreement with Hertz is adding prepaid car rental rates to the platform. In addition, Travelport said that a new generation of automated exchange feature, which automates tasks related to manual ticket exchanges, will be launched in the coming months. And now in news about sustainable travel. Air Canada has selected Choose as its new carbon offset partner. The option to purchase verified carbon offsets has been integrated into the airline's Canadian and U.S. booking websites where the Choose platform estimates greenhouse gas emissions. When purchased, the customer receives a certificate confirming the offset. Loyalty program Aeroplan members have the option to redeem points in exchange of the carbon offsets provided by Choose via the Aeroplan e-store. Virgin Atlantic is the latest airline to launch a corporate sustainable aviation fuel program allowing clients to contribute towards the cost of the fuel. Virgin Atlantic said that the SAF program will be available to corporate clients of any size or location and complements similar schemes already being operated by joint venture partners Delta Airlines and Air France KLM. Delta Air France and KLM have already secured funding for SAF from corporate clients in Europe and the U.S. Virgin's participation in the wider scheme will enable it to offer SAF to clients in the U.K. from its hub at Heathrow. 
With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this Business Travel Podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.